Today on 10 Minute Food Truck Training, we are talking about getting more than your fair share of folks when you attend an event. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, my name is Bill Moore, founder of FoodTruckTraining.Group, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. This is Event Week, and today we're going to create a strategy to get more people coming to buy your food at an event. These strategies are something you want to engage when an event is not panning out the way you planned. We've been talking all week about that 100,000-person event and you getting your fair share of about 1,100 people coming to eat over the course of that event. There are times when you won't get what you think you will. We're going to make sure you get what you planned on getting. So you want to have a plan to get attention and you want to make sure you're following the event rules because events will have all kind of really odd rules. Offer samples, especially if your food is really pricey or unusual. Some people, for instance, here in Florida, sell alligator at events and a lot of people may or may not want to buy that. But they'll give out samples because the first time I tried alligator on a sample, I'm like, okay, I'll try a full sandwich now because it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. So samples make sense. Use a barker. And what a barker is, is that dude that's at a carnival and says, step right up. That's the kind of person that would be saying some clever little sayings or hollering at people as they pass by and getting them to come over and try out your food because you're doing something active to get people come to your trailer or to your food truck, or to your tent setup. Wear uniforms, and on the back of the uniform, have follow me to delicious, and then send your employees out to wander around the crowd if it's slow. Get them to play a pipe. Be the Pied Piper. Follow me. Let's have some food. Let's go this way. Remember, it's an event. People are looking for entertainment. One of the great things that Walt Disney does in the Magic Kingdom and all the different parks in Orlando, and I'm sure they do it in the other parks around the world, is they will have just random people come out and do a little show just for people that are standing and walking by. There's one group of guys that come out. They're called the janitors, I believe. And they have all the usual paraphernalia, too, uh, that you would expect a janitor to have, brooms and buckets and that type of thing. And then just all of a sudden you see them you go okay well they're going to go clean something up and they'll stop and one of the guys will look at his watch and go break time and then they'll all bend over get stuff out of their buckets and, and trash cans and and they'll have a hat that has long hippie hair do styles and that type of thing they put on the hats and they'll sit and flip their um their their buckets and their trash cans and stuff over and they'll start playing the drums and and just have a really great time sounds awesome they know what they're doing they're definitely musically inclined and people gather around their for three or four or five minutes and then after the three or four or five minutes is up the one leader of the group will say breaks over and then they'll all take their little long-haired hats off and throw them back in their stuff and they'll mill on about the park 
that little bit of delight makes people remember the park. Well, if this is your employees doing the Pied Piper thing, leading people to come eat, they're going to remember that. They may not be hungry at the moment, but they'll remember you as somebody doing something different and a reason for them to go try you out. Use lights, use flags, use A-frame signs, use blow-ups. Anything that creates some height that extends your footprint. Of course, you want to stay within whatever the rules of the event are, but if you can get some height and some movement in that height, people can see you from farther away and more likely to come and eat your food. Cook and create smoke. Use onions or bacon or liquid smoke-soaked wood chips, whatever. People are drawn to delicious aromas, and those aromas also remind people, hey, it's time to eat. So they may be caught up in the excitement of going from ride to ride when they realize, oh crap, I'm hungry. If your food becomes that little where they're smelling and going, hey, I need to follow that aroma and get some food. Post on social media. Don't be afraid to use your own social media to create excitement for your own followers. Tag the event social media at least once a week so that from the event social media, you can get some new followers and then your own followers can head out to see you at the event. Comment from your business page onto the social media of the event or the city if it's putting on the event so that people can again associate your business name with the event and come out to see you specifically. The closer the event is, the more often you should should post. Generate your own excitement among your loyal guests. Offer them an event-only VIP discount if you want. Give them a reason to come to the event and spend some money with you specifically. The idea is for you to not be dead for one second during the event. And don't depend on the event to carry you through. Because I can promise you some events will not pan out the way you hope. But if you're doing your own things to help create your own sales, it takes some of the sting out of being slower than you expected. You could have your employees bounce balls or pass frisbees or blow bubbles. Do anything that you want that's going to get some attention when you're slow. And then be able to pass those things to kids as they walk by. Here you go, kid. Here's your ball. Here you go, kid. Here's a frisbee. Here's a bottle of bubbles. Have some fun. Those kind of things help encourage the kids to come back because kids are the ones that drive what time it is to eat and kids are the ones that drive what place they want to go eat at especially when we're talking about events. If you can put your logo on something, put it on something and hand it out. Spin a sign in front of your area. Have a walking A-frame sandwich board sign that you see in the movies that people do to, to get advertisements walking around. If you've got a costume character, now's the time to use it. The idea is to make your business stand out and be different than all the other vendors that are there so that people want to come see what's going on where you are. You're basically creating the party around your business. You become a little mini event inside the big event. And remember, these are tactics you use when the event is not panning out the way you planned. It's your business. You should never, ever be dependent upon someone else to generate sales for you. Never, ever. If you go to a car show that's only going to have 25 cars and they expect 200 people, you should be drawing in more than 200 people. That should be your daily setup. Hey guys, I'm going to be doing the car show. Come on down. You should generate more people for them attending the car show than they expected. Be the leader. Do not allow yourself to be dependent upon someone else to make your business successful. It's all up to you. A poorly advertised event can be disappointing and it can be costly. 
Your job is to promote your own business. Worst case scenario, look at the event as just a good place for you to set up. You market yourself, you invite your own guests, you take your marketing materials with you, your catering menus, event schedules, business cards, loyalty cards, or whatever kind of uh, loyalty program you have to sign people up. If you're at an event 27 hours, you need to be working 27 hours. If you're not preparing food and selling food, then you need to be marketing. Every event is a chance for you to meet someone that's awesome that will love your food and want to give you that five or that $10,000 payday to come set up in their corporation or to do some private catering for them. Never ever sit and bemoan about how horrible an event is. Do something about it. Be the leader. I know so many vendors that will automatically say no just because there's a thousand dollar entry fee. If you ask the right questions and verify those answers and verify the attendance potential, it's easy to get your cut of that pie. But it's really up to you and your ability. You need to set goals, you need to monitor your sales, and you need to react when things aren't going the way you expect. The absolute worst thing you can do is plop down in a chair and smoke a cigarette while you're waiting for the next guest to come up and order. These are the reasons that vendors fail, and these are the reasons why vendors can't understand why they fail. They expect the truck to be the attraction, and that just because they have a food truck that people will swarm around it. That's not how it works. You have to create a reason for people to come check out that truck. When they drive by it, food trucks and food trailers have a very distinct profile. People look at that and go, yep, that's a food truck. you got to give them a reason to want to stop. So people walking by the event, yep, that's a food truck. But if they can't smell your food and they don't see a line of people trying your food and you're not having your employees out saying, here, here's some samples, come on over, and you're not cooking food for them to smell and go, oh, I'm hungry, I want to try that, you're creating your own reason to fail. It's not up to somebody else. It is up to you to make your business succeed. So here's some homework. Make a list of events that are occurring in the next year that you want to attend. Analyze those events using the information here and the stuff that I talked about on my video training last night that was in our Facebook group. The link's in the description. If you didn't see the video live, you can go back and watch it on the recording. Prioritize each event based on the potential and the cost to you. And then start saving money for those high-cost events, those high-potential return events. Research any required permits that you're going to have to have for out-of-area events, and then talk to the promoters. Schedule a time to talk to them. You want to do the research that we've been talking about all week long, and then have yourself a list of events you're going to attend in the next year. Tomorrow, the one you've all been waiting for, how much food do I need to take? If you've been enjoying our chats, please consider supporting the podcast by clicking the support button. Every little bit does help. Or if you'd rather just make a one-time donation, click the link in the description. I've got a place for you to do that as well. If you need more information or just like the camaraderie of like-minded, positive people, join our group on Facebook. It's called Food Truck Training. And there's a link in the description for that as well. Thank you guys so much for listening and stay profitable, my friends.